Hello, welcome to my podcast. Today's topic is lunch is ready. Sarah,、so, uh, before we start today's topic, I gonna go with some erector. Let's rectify something, or I should say, I have to adding a little bit items back to last week topic. So when I talking about Australians breakfast, I totally forgot this epic, typical classic Aussie mate spray, which is a Vegemite. Yes, mate. I totally forgot this. This like really classic. In Taiwan, we does have something similar, but not really intensive like Vegemite. Um, for all those Asian audience, if you never have this one, I think now is more and more feasible and available in all those uh foreign goods shop. You probably get a Vegemite. Um, it tastes like red miso paste, which is a vintage red miso paste, cause by the ingredient is pretty similar to each other. And if you are the people who from Taiwan, you probably will know something called tofu lu, which is a uh tofu bean curd, which is also a marinade. Um, yeah, same theory. It's both marinated product. Uh, both have to go through a fun fermentation. So yeah, for this, when I was in Melbourne. When I was studying in my school, I used to go to Coles supermarket to get the Vegemite roll. That was my timing. I get very addicted into it. And and let's talking about update. So as I say from previous episode, I was talking about I got a new job. I changed to a new accommodation. I can start my new, uh. Life plan now, so it seems everything on track about to happen smoothly, and like I say, I'm waiting for the state government to open their invitations, cause I'm looking for the skill immigration. So yeah, so last week it opened, and I just realized all my criteria is meet the federal government home. Affairs office criteria, so any visa document, English assessment, blah blah blah. I'm totally qualified, but it, when you come down to the state government, ah,、uh, I just said might. It just all out of the sudden. I just realize my English is not good enough. Yes, I need to take another English test. They request me to get. Uh, IELTS band seven, and the last time I had is, uh, IELTS band six point five, and also they request me that I cannot have part time job. I need to holding a full time job, so these two big things just pop up. So, um,、uh, after I discuss with my、uh, immigration lawyer. He say I still get a chance because my current visa not yet expire in six months, it's rough ten months to go. So I still get highly chance to finish this task, tasks, to achieve the immigration. 
So uh, in the future one month, at the end of before the end of the November, I probably will take another English test, which is called PTE. Cause like I say, I take the IELTS for twice from uh last four years, and my highest score is point five. And I don't think my English is perfect, good enough. I mean, like those people who really understanding and know how to get a higher score in IELTS. But my immigration lawyer just introduced me. If you do struggling. You do if you do feel struggling with IELTS that English test, you probably need to or you probably can do this with PTE because PTE will be relevantly easier. However, it's a computer based English test, so it means I need to learn how to do computer English like more formal, more like a more formula, not like human speaking language. All right, so that's all the update about. So congratulations to me, and hope all the best to me as well. Cause yeah, lives keep keep going. Everything seems not really stuck. Cause two task is easy to achieve. All I need to do is pass the English test, get a higher score, and then get a full time job. Yep. So alright, so let's forget all those difficulty. Let's back to the topic. So today's topic is lunch is ready. So like last week, we are talking about all the uh, breakfast in Taiwan and Australia. And this week, we talking about lunch. So in lunch topic, um. There's always one 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 things when we discuss these things with our our friend. I don't think it will be only lunch. Maybe breakfast as well, dinner as well. But this conversation is very common. Like, what do you want to eat? Cause by asking this question, you may feel a little bit strong and say, "What style? Or where? Or what option I can go for?" Because in Taiwan, I really have to apologize to show off how prosperous of the Taiwanese hospitalities industry. Because in Taiwan, we do have decent amount of option to go through for three meal, four meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, late late night supper, whatever. We does have a decent amount and comes on relevantly higher quality and cheaper price. Uh, however, in Australia, uh, it's really not really a lot of options can go through. Lack of options sometimes just make people more struggling in 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 choosing which one to go through, and so that's the reason why, um, when I have a conversation with my friend. And and my friend also using this to seduce me to go back to Taiwan. And say, are you sure you still want to stay in Australia? Don't you feel sometimes very hungry, or miss the Taiwanese food there? And I say, yes, you are right. You totally right. I do miss Taiwan. Yeah, sure. All those food, yeah. So there comes a reason why when I start when I'm talking about the Taiwanese lunch, there comes some three. 
three dish here: bentong, dumpling, beef noodle soup. However, I have to start from the reason why we Taiwanese people、uh, focus on lunch so much, and also the reason why our lunch always kind of like a very massive. Um, or maybe I should not call it massive. I should say maybe it would be very proper meal and with protein, starch, and vegetable in combination with like like in pantong, in uh dumpling dish or beef noodle soup for sure or or any kind of noodle soup with soup noodle with side dish. Okay, so there's one thing called school lunch. Like the Chinese word I type in is called 营养午餐 but I cannot just interpret it back to English directly. So the close word is called school lunch. So as I know, in Australia, all the primary school students, junior high, senior high, you may have to prepare your kids' meal, your kids' school lunch, at home. In lunchbox, and、uh, you make it money to your kids. Say, oh, go to some fish and chip shop near to your school and buy some small snake. Have a bite. I I really don't have time. Sorry, kids. Something like that. However, in Taiwan, it's totally different scenario. In Taiwan, it's common sense. School have a kitchen to cook the lunch for all the children, all the kids there. So they get very well nutrient. Design so the in combinations protein, uh, right, uh, protein starch, vegetable even go with uh fruit. Occasionally they all also provide beverage. So like, they, they well training the Taiwanese people to understanding that when you wanna eat lunch, you should eat your lunch like this way. So it 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 probably the reason why. They bring up all the Taiwanese people wanna have their lunch quite formal. Like like I say, when I was in Taiwan, I still, I still, um, ding out. I was I was just about to start in Taiwan, and I do miss all those lunch option, and I also miss the, uh, the the milk tea, all those bubble milk tea. Yeah, and so like comes out in Taiwan, the real common things is the bandung shop. You can spend roughly five to seven bucks or five to six bucks, Australian dollars, and to get a proper meal, which in the bandung bars, as I say, uh, protein, starch, veg, vegetable, and also you always get range of option, either deep fried Chinese or deep fried. Drumsticks, um, breaks pork belly, or breaks pork ribs, any kind of the bandung box you you can get it. And then the other one is the noodle shop. Die, um, most of noodle shop I mentioned here probably would would be exactly the same as the breakfast noodle shop. I uh from last week topic. Cause that Australian, uh, cafe always selling breakfast and sell lunch after the break tea time, so in Taiwan it's exactly the same. So most of the uh soup noodle 
shop, they always sell breakfast section and then they non-stop until uh, late lunch time around 2 to 3 and then they shut down the shop. So in by this come by this concept, I won't say in Taiwan you will lack of option to go through. And also I have to say, like Australia, Taiwan also have different countries cuisine. So we also can choose all those Korean, Japanese, Indonesian or any other Asian countries um cuisine as our lunch options to go. But I think I wanted to leave this topic to next week when we're talking about dinner. Because I think as a dinner chef and breakfast lunch chef is quite different, either in Taiwan or in Australia. Because like I said, I'm a chef. So when I drop my resume, when I have a conversation with my head chef, I can tell when people take a look at breakfast chef and dinner chef, there is kind of a different scenario. So let's hold on this to next week. And then now we're back to Australia. So like the topic, I'm not trying to mean be brutal or try to depreciate the Australian hospitality industry cultures. However, by my feeling, if we're talking about the authenticities of the Australian male, the lunch option probably not that much. By my understanding and knowing about common lunch option, because now we we talking about um um Australian cuisine. So all I see and all I ever did before is the wrap, sandwich, and burger. Um, all this afternoon always comes a range of chips, either potato chips, either sweet potato fries, or plantain. So. If you are doing a potato chip, you might get a uh, very thin to very thick steak chips or like a like a straw chips, sweet potato fries always go with French dressing or aioli for sure. And if you are people who find the final Queensland, you probably will hear a uh, plantain a lot, which is quite a uh, tropicals plant. And it looks like banana, but it's not like banana. You have to shave it, remove the green skin, then you either shave it like a thin, thin slice chips, deep fry it, or you either make a julienne it, like make a strip, and deep fry it. So it tastes really like potato chips. However, it, always, it also have that starchy texture. However, when we talk about Australian, yeah, I do understand that like, we can have more options like, like Taiwan, like I just say, we can have Malaysian food, we can have Japanese food, Vietnam, Korea, uh, we also can have some K-pop or Greek, uh, and some African food for sure. When I was in Taiwan, uh, when I was in Melbourne, I do see some African food when I living in sunshine. However, I'm not trying to depreciate Australian, the lunch option. However, if we're talking about the price, uh, price range in between both countries, lunch, um, 
Let's talk about this. If we, I, I I just um change the currency, so I just convert the currency all into Australian dollar. So in Taiwan, you roughly spend five to six. You can get a decent proper lunch meal, which like I say, you got starch, you got protein, vegetable, even fruit with drinks. But in Australia, okay. When I was in Melbourne, I roughly had to spend, uh, fourteen to twenty to get a proper meal, and as how people would know, I'm the big eater. So sometimes I will spend up to like twenty five something. So in Melbourne, roughly fifteen to twenty five. But when I was in Cairns, far north Queensland, I almost have to spend twenty to. Thirty, if I wanna have a lunch out there. So sometimes I do feel like kind like a bit discrepancy in both country. So there's a the the other reason why when I miss Taiwan so much, I'm so urgent to looking for a substitution. So now let's talking about substitution. So if you are the people who Working holiday in Australia, or you are the people who、uh, study, or your life stage is exactly same as me. You are doing the, uh, uh, let's say graduation visa and wait for to apply the next visa, and by somehow occasionally miss Taiwanese for so much. And you urgent to have a option to make that desire to be satisfied. I would say you can start from big name name shop. There's one shop called uh. There's a one item from Vietnamese food shop or any Vietnamese restaurant. You can give it a try. As lamb, do you serve me bò ho? It's M I B O. K O H, mi bò ho, is um is a stew beef soup noodle, which is very close, similar to the Taiwanese beef noodle soup. However, it's a uh actually it's a Japan uh it's a it's a Vietnamese dish, so it means it will either go with baguette, or go with noodle. And the noodle itself, it won't be the Taiwanese noodle. It's a Vietnamese Vietnamese one, either egg noodle. Or another one is a thick vermicelli, which would be a little bit、um, herbaceous with all those side dish, Vietnamese mints,、uh, Thai basil's, and even、uh, robin sprout. However, by the bros, alas, it made me a little bit less homesick when I miss miss Taiwanese food, and the other. The other one is the Korean food. As I say, um, uh, Australia does have a a range of different countries' food. So it was quite surprised that I thought like really for for sure. I thought I would receive decent amount of the general Western culinary training. Yes, I did, and I thought I reckon I assume I would have. Decent amount of the Western cuisine dining experience in Australia, 
and it turns out by either restriction of financial um, capacity, like how rich I am and how availability the food is, I find um, compared to general Western, I have more dining experience with Vietnamese food in Korea. And so that is the reason why I'm gonna pull out two, two stuff on Korean food. It's really surprised me. I never know this Korean food when I was in Taiwan. So first one is japchae, as as a stir fry glass, a uh, Korean stir fry glass noodle. So for this dish, I learned this from uh one of my school restaurant when I studied in William English. There is one Korean restaurant called Hansam near to my school and I've been there for several times when I every time study I feel hungry I go there I always have that uh, axe bone soup noodle and they always recognize me out and give me a limited not just only give me because that restaurant is a authentic Korean family restaurant so they already um, deliver unlimited uh, side dish service so you can keep asking so I always love to eat their japchae fun side dish. It's not uh, something they sell in, in, in the shop. It's something side dish for all the other dish from the menu. So I was surprised the japchae can be served, served by hot dish and cold dish and they serve as a cold dish. And it was um, stir fry spinach stir-fry carrot, stir-fry bean sprout and capsicum and then mix with uh, blanched potato starch noodle which is another form of glass noodle have that steel grey color and in Taiwan we does have similar things a similar dish called ma yi sang su and it also is a stir-fry glass noodle but the Taiwanese version one is we stir fry everything all together at once. But the Korean version, the japchae, is the, the things more complex. You need to stir fry each component individually and then assemble together. So that is the things I put it into it. And um, for the japchae, the most surprised seasonal things is they have highly sesame oil content and high sesame roast sesame dressing the garnish so when i learned English, i was worried about would i have way too much sesame oil or not but after that i totally into it every time i've been to any korean restaurant i don't looking for kim uh, bimbimbap the the hot stone pot rice or any other uh beef or kim a uh, beef kimchi stew or beef tofu stew now i'm looking for japchae and the other one i learned in, in cans now we're talking about cans now because i learned japchae in melbourne so when i moved from melbourne to cans i also looking for japchae as well but i all of a sudden i realized there's the other things called uh yamyan which is a Korean cup noodle um, is pretty different from the general Asian cup noodle. So if you are Asian, you probably will understanding um, 
uh, Japanese have a Japanese style, Konudo, China have their own style as well, Taiwan has it as well. Um, Vietnam have a Vietnamese called Noodle Sala, Thailand has, has it as well. However, um, Korea one, this one, Nian it the thing that really amazed me is this noodle have cold broth, which is kind of cold soup. Like, I, I don't think there is a lot of cold soup stuff among Asia, so I would pretty amazed and the common recipe, because when I have this, I'm pretty surprised and I check out the recipe. So common recipe is a beef broth and some shop will go with the kimchi juice, either red one or white one. White one is a light pico kimchi and red one is the general whirling as a chili kimchi, which is uh, spicy and sour. And both two shops I had a lot in Cairns. One is called Korea Korea, the other one called Mongdu. Both have the Asian pear juice and also they teach me when I'm having this dish, I need to use in white vinegar and a mustard. Yes, this is the thing that amazes me a lot. So yeah, for the substitution, I would say if you are Taiwanese, in Australia, either working hard and study, or have the similar life stage like me, graduation, waiting for applying next stage visa, I would say leave three food all for you to go. And let's back to lunch. Will it be too short? I'm still thinking about this. Will it be too short to talking about Australian lunch by this way? Cause I do feel guilty if I don't put decent amount of options on, but that's talking back to the the real top, uh, the, the really beginning. If we talk about authenticity, is it the really like an authentic Australian lunch option, or I need to say just meat pie or sausage roll? I think that would be more offensive, isn't it? So. Anyway, that's today's topic. So, like I said, if you have any comment or anything you want to discuss with me, please just leave your comment at the first story. I put the link at the information of each episode. You can click in when you listen to Spotify or just directly send it to my uh, Instagram. We can have a discuss and chat. So, that's today's topic. Thank you everyone, see you next time.